I love it. We, you and I are both like 2.30 p.m. people. It is our shining spot in the day. Oh, goodness. Okay. <clears throat> Welcome to Further Up and Further In. I'm Amy and I'm here with Michelle. <laughs> hey, Amy. I don't know what we should call this episode, like good news, bad news, uh, facts of life. Did you ever watch the Facts of Life TV show? Oh, I I, I didn't know it was a show. You didn't? <laughs> I didn't have cable. I had we CBC and CBC French. drew the line on our ages. I think we had, we didn't either, but my grandmother had CBC and CTV, so it must have been okay. on CTV. Though. Oh, we had CTV. It was quite a show, though. It was a big, but maybe it was before your time. So oh, here we go, old people. I was going to sing the song, but maybe I shouldn't. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have, you don't, the facts of life, the, okay. Hmm. Well, dear listeners... <laughs> There used to be this show, and it was a bunch of girls at a girls' school, and it was fantastic. That's what the Facts of Life was? It was called the Facts of Life. And these girls would have, like, learning experiences about dealing with good things and bad things and growing up and coming of age. And it was very... It must have been early 80s. That sounds like a decent show. You know what? I loved it. Yeah. I could relate. So, anyway, this is going to be our Facts of Life episode. We have some good news and some less fun news. And here it is, the Amy and Michelle dealing with life. Yep. So let's start with good news. I don't care. People always want bad news first. Forget it. We're nope. doing good news. Drum roll. <laughs> Ta-da! The book is coming out. The book is coming out. So we had yep. said, I think way back in May, yep. that it was going to come this summer. Yep. And it... Lies. All it, lies. It just didn't. Life happened. Crashed stuff happened. And but. But. It Rebooting. Is like, rerooting. It is like coming we i shared your post about uh the cover on our um further up and further in podcast page so if you're wanting to see a sneak peek of the beautiful cover that i look at it and i just get every time go to our facebook page what is the name of it ta-da-da it's fierce hope oh yeah yeah oh yeah this was a long rambly introduction. I got carried away there and sidetracked about the Facts of Life show, which yeah. super amuses me. But the book is coming out, and it's oh. called Fierce Hope. Oh, man. And I love the such cover, too. I feel like it's just such a huge... It's been such a long journey, and it's not even a journey necessarily for the podcast, but even starting to publish and then realizing wrong publisher, rerouting, rerouting, and then even with the right publisher, which I think is the right publisher... The first two covers were not what I was looking for, and just like the aching cry of God help. Yeah. And this cover is beautiful and it gives me more hope for what this book is going to yeah. do and where we're going to go with it. Yeah. And what Jesus is going to do. And I would say the whole process, which has been hard and challenging and uncomfortable, has even been a refinement in my heart mm-hmm. of this message is just to release hope. Yeah. It's just about that and God's going to do it. Yeah. So I am super excited about it. Mm-hmm. People might see my little endorsement. I don't know if it's going to be included. I wrote an endorsement. It's in there. I've so at some the, point... The copy I've seen, the proof that I've yeah. seen so far, it is in there. Perfect. So I'm in there. Yes. I'm just going to... I'm also in the Soul Ties chapter. That's right. Because that's... Your but, name is the only name I didn't change in the book. <gasps> so everybody else's name, I changed, yeah. you know, details that would yeah. say who it is. I uh, tried to use stories of people that live far away mm. that I've encountered on travels so that it yeah. wouldn't be like... <laughs> My sister sent me a meme the other day. It's like every writer has a story inside them that they don't want their close friends to hear or something like that. And I just laughed so hard. I was like, yeah, I don't want anybody local to feel like I outed them in the book. I didn't. Mm, Yeah, yeah. But Amy's name is Amy in the book because she has 
Yeah, we've already shared it all on the podcast. I'm like, podcast, <laughs> retreats, like, it's already good and out there. But if anybody wants a more succinct version of everything Amy and Michelle have to say, yeah. and this podcast, buy the book Fierce Hope. Oh my goodness. It is, yes. I can't tell you how to buy it yet, but it's going to be at all the major book outlet places. So yeah. wherever you would normally buy books, you can get it for sure. It'll be on Amazon, Kindle. Yeah. And whenever we have a link, I'll make sure to put that on our Facebook page oh. and Instagram page. So if you're not following us, we occasionally post quotes on there. <laughs> and podcast and, links. Exactly. And cheerful, encouraging messages. Uh, yeah. So fierce hope. It's coming out this fall, I think October, November, but some of those things are still until I give my last edits and proof mm. and we get in the queue for the actual printing but it's so, I'm so excited to have it in my hands mm. Mm. yes and so this book we know the contents of it are true because yeah. we have lived it we have shared it with others who have lived it and I'm gonna crash test it one more time okay before we release it yep so I'm I'm running a test right now to see if I still have fierce hope and I do you do I do I also have a yucky diagnosis yeah <clears throat> Early in August, I was diagnosed with um, stage three colon cancer. So that's where we're at right now. Yeah, it's sad. Mm -hmm. It's hard. Yeah. And yeah, I have fierce hope. Yeah, and I actually I've, do. Right, and I've seen that. Right, yeah. as we've sat together, and from the initial you telling me, and every step, it's like sad. Yeah. This is sad and really crappy in a lot of ways. <laughs> Are we close enough friends with our podcast listeners to admit that? <laughs> oh, I came up with another good joke yeah. this morning and I couldn't remember it. Oh, a buttload of something, which is actually a thing, <laughs> right? It's like how they used to store wine or something. Yeah. But I was like, I feel like I'm getting a buttload of love. And then yeah. I just start laughing every time because, hey, people, yeah. we have bodies. Yeah. God created them. <laughs> Does first. First Corinthians, is it like in 11 where it says some parts have less dignity than others, so yeah. we treat them with special care? Yeah. <laughs> we have bodies. Parts of my body isn't aren't working. Yeah. As God designed, there's an interloper, there's an invader. It doesn't belong there. Nope. And nope. so you will have heard us talk many times on this podcast about how we believe God for big and extraordinary things. Mm-hmm. And... We absolutely believe that we will always see his goodness on every page of our story. Yeah. So that's where we're at right now. Yeah. And for me, it's, you know, what I've been realizing is there's just, there's a lot of sadness and a lot of it is on behalf of people, mm -hmm. right? So it's like, you know, just sad and grief at what's going on for you. And I have some other friends where stuff is just going sideways in ways they never anticipated. And they're, they're sad and grieved and hurt. Right? My, my grandma just passed away. And then even the sadness of like the big C church of just the like hemorrhaging. That's the only yep. way I can describe it in all the ways that the universal church is experiencing where it's just like sad and grief. And I've noticed that I'm not a typically downer person no i'm pretty neutral you're pretty level like your your emotional spectrum is quite level yeah, as it's a rule. level That's it's a good... not that you have no feelings exactly. but you're steady right and it's just like man i have just recognized i wake up in the morning and i'm just sad and are we done with that and tired of that and we are right and it's like everything that right i lost it because i thought my fish was gonna die <laughs> sorry i'm not laughing but we're laughing together but it was, because right? it's true because it was like yes. it's a fish that costs like $12 that I didn't want in the first place. <laughs> Which is maybe part of the funny part. Which is now I'm like buying 
filters and bigger tanks and, and we see your happy. And, and, but it's like, I just recognized as I'm like frantically Googling beta fish sickness, how do I heal him? Do I put him into a quarantine hospital tank? And <laughs> sorry. But it's like, and I'm sitting there literally crying to my husband being like, I think Yoda, that's the name of our fish, is going to die. That I'm like, oh goodness, it's, it's not about the fish. I mean, there is a bit, but it's like one more level of yeah. sadness. Yeah. And so it's like, I feel like coming into this fall is just like, I feel the sadness. Mm-hmm. And. Mm-hmm. And. 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 So after my diagnosis, I was waking up every morning at about 4.30 or 5 for literally like three weeks. The first, it's like you wake up and then it hits you in the gut. Oh, yeah. This is the, le- this is the facts of what I'm dealing with right now. Facts of life. Yes. <laughs> I've got to find that show for you. <laughs> oh, that makes me laugh so hard. Yeah. Once in a while, it comes clear yeah. to me that we were born at different times and that's okay. Yep. So yeah, if you wake up to the facts of life like a punch in the gut. And those aren't the only facts of life, but no. when they're big and looming, yep. about the third week, I woke up one morning and it was like punch in the gut. And then it was like, I ate giants for breakfast. Mm. And I felt a spark, Amy, like only God's voice can give you. It's mm-hmm. like if you just dream up stuff, it doesn't have that power. But yeah. I eat giants for breakfast. And I felt hope rising, fierce hope surging. Mm. And I was getting there every day after I sorted my thoughts and emotions for an hour or however long it took, because it yeah. does sometimes. But it's just like God spoke into my space. I eat giants for breakfast. And I knew it was true. I knew it was really true. Hmm. And it's so funny because I had gone to bed. I had just been scrolling on my Facebook or social media, inter- whatever, Instagram, and thinking somebody had written this verse out of Numbers where Joshua and Caleb, the spies, have gone into the promised land. And they came back. Did you do, okay, did you do the 10 were bad, 2 were good song? For sure. Okay, phew. Yeah, so 12 sure. men went to spy on Canaan, 10, ten were bad, bad, and 2 were good. good. What did they see when they spied on Canaan? 10, ten were bad, 2 were good. We are going to call this a singing episode. Yeah. So the ten were bad. Some saw the giants, tough and strong, strong. and tall. Some, Some saw the grapes and the clusters fall. Yeah. Some saw God was, was in, in it all. Ten were bad, two were good. Yeah, and faster and faster yeah. and faster. Poor souls. There's probably listening to us that don't know the actions to this song. <laughs> That's how quick uh, Christian culture changes. <laughs> Fifteen years and we're still singing the same Sunday school songs. <laughs> So that story, anyway, yeah. right? They, they 12 go and they spy out the land because God said this land is yours. And 10 come back and say, we can't. The giants are huge. They will destroy us. And Joshua and Caleb came back and said, but God is with us. Mm. We have a promise. We have a promise. And um, so Joshua says, in, in some translations, it says, these giants are prey for us, P-R-E-Y, like mm-hmm. we prey on them. Yeah. Some say the giants are bread for us. And I thought, what a weird thing to say. Mm-hmm. Like, I get the promises of God, but bread for us? Like, we're going to consume them and they're going to make us stronger. Mm-hmm. And there was something in that for me. I eat giants for breakfast. Like, I'm going into this with strength that's not my own. Because yeah. Joshua wasn't saying he was big enough to take on the giants. He didn't say it. He didn't deny it. Yeah. He said they are big. And they are many. And we are like ants to them, I think he says in one spot. He's not like, there's no bravado. Yeah. Or denial of reality. No. And so for you and I, what we're talking about here, bravado will not get me through this journey. No. Denial will not get you through this. It's like, yep. Oh, stink. There's giants. And they're huge. Mm -hmm. But we have a promise. Yeah. And as we engage with them, we are going to, it's going to be like bread for us. We're going to be strengthened. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So I put a Facebook post about that one day as I was processing and my friend who knew what was going on because I, I don't know, this podcast might be the first time I say it publicly. I don't know. I haven't said it publicly yet, but there's time before, as you sweetly edit over yeah. all the things and then we post it. So my friend Chad calls me and he's like, how you doing? And, you know, does the compassionate things, but he's a bit more like a fight coach. He knows yeah. what's in me. And sometimes we need someone to come along and stir it up. And he's like, so you know the only way to eat a giant for breakfast is it's going to be up in your face, don't you? Mm. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. You got to get close enough to take a bite. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So it's not like this glamorous glorification movie with the lights and the action. No, this is pretty nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. And it might be worse before it's better. Yeah. It's going to be in my face. Yeah. But I have a promise. And I believe that. And this is the fierce hope that's in the book that has been tested and crash tested yeah. again. And it's the, you know, I turned 51 last month. And I know for a fact, I've been through some crappy stuff in different yeah. seasons of my life. It's not the same as everybody else's. Everybody's been through stuff. And every single time I say, God, show me your presence here. He shows me. And it's not fake. It's real. Mm-hmm. And it gives you the strength to eat a giant. Yeah. It does. And for me, right? It's the, it's... I may not currently have my own giants, but I'm. My arms are linked with other people. That's right. Whose giants are there that still are looming over me because mm-hmm. I'm standing. I'm standing with my people. I'm yep. standing with my church. I'm standing, right? That they're still there. Yeah. And so, in the same way, yeah, it's not my giant. But you're not in denial. But I'm not in denial. And I'm not using that as a way to be like, okay, well, I can completely detach myself because yeah, even though my friend is going through something really hard, I'm over here. It's like, no, I am standing with all my friends, all my family, all the things I am standing and together, together, we will eat the giants for breakfast. Exactly. It's a together thing in that. It totally is. And like Joshua and Caleb weren't saying we're single-handedly taking the promised land. They were saying to the nation of Israel, the covenant people of God, come with us. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Take the land. It wasn't them single-handedly either. Yeah. And so, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Let's take the land. And in that, kind of along the same thing, something that Jesus just spoke to me recently was Psalm 4, I think, where it's like, whenever I was in distress, Mm. he enlarged me. Another, uh, or whenever I was in distress... He created space at the table for me. Isn't that amazing? What do you do at the table? You eat. You eat. Right? (laughs) And then the next thing is like, and I'm being squeezed right now, so I need your kindness right Right now. Now. You got to find that verse and post it in a meme on the page because it's so good. I've been thinking about it. Right? It is so good. And it just ties into this, right? Of like. That's why Joshua said it was bread for him. It made him bigger and stronger. Right? It's in. God enlarges us. He creates space at the table. When we feel squeezed and smushed and like compacted, it's like he comes and he just like breathes space and life and hope into us that we can look at things and be like, this is not awesome. (laughs) This is not what I want. This is not what I want for my friends. This isn't what I want for my family. But Jesus shows up every time. So we sit here and cry together. Because it's true. Yep. And often, he surprises us by how he shows up. Right? 
And so the last recent, not last, I don't know when we're posting this one, but a recent episode, we talked about healing. Yeah. And I, I knew then that something was wrong, but I kept yeah. telling myself, it's not this. It's just going to be some other annoying thing, not the yeah. dreaded C word. Yeah. As I was editing this, I was like, I, editing that healing podcast, I was yeah. like, yeah, actually, this doesn't change anything. It My doesn't. view is still that. It's still the same. And so we are praying for healing, mm-hmm. like full on. I believe in healing. I totally do. And I've seen God do it in incredibly miraculous ways. And I've seen him show up with his incredible presence in the absence of the miracle I was asking for. So I'm living the tension of that now. Every day we pray. Every day my husband speaks a declaration of healing over me. Mm -hmm. Um, Cursing cancer cells in the name of Jesus, cutting off a life flow. We do that and we mean it. And we believe in the power of it. How the rest of treatment will play out, I, I think, oh, I could go to my scan next week and could be gone. Mm-hmm. I believe with all my heart. And I know that if it's not, that's where that verse is like, I believe it. Ex- you're expanding me right now. And then it's like, but show me your kindness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? And so this is King David. Yeah. He knew God. The reality of the tension of those things, two things is totally real. Mm-hmm. And so we've been having communion together and communion with our small group and we have people in our small group who have a story too Mm. of God showing up in their troubles and so as we did communion together the other day I don't know it's like maybe obvious and elementary to everybody else but I never saw communion blended in with Psalm 23 where you make a table before me in the presence of my enemies yeah yeah and it was just like this like booming revelation for me I get taking communion when I take communion I remember what he said my body was broken for you Mm-hmm. It's for your healing, Isaiah 53. By his stripes we're healed. There's something in his covenant promise for me, for healing. It's there. Mm-hmm. Is it with the help of doctors? Man, I do not disrespect that as a second class healing. Mm-hmm. I don't. God has given that wisdom to people. He's given a science. Both are, both are a manifestation of his goodness. Yeah. But as I'm taking this communion and remembering the covenant, he's remember me. And also I was like, he makes a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And I'm like... Can I, I don't okay. I don't think this is elementary because I have <laughs> oh. never heard anyone connect it to that. Okay, well, probably someone has, probably. but I love it. it. Okay, it's oh, a fresh word for me. So good. I'm like, I want the enemies gone, and he's like, okay. And here's my table for you in the presence of your enemies. Yeah. I don't have to wait till the enemy's gone for me to have a feast. And so I'm kind of really living that Ooh. tension tangibly Ooh. every day. So even as you are describing the sorrow many people are feeling, as we have fresh man date for masks announced today, I'm sure people are feeling sorrow. You're carrying sorrow for all these things. And we want these things reconciled and restored. All Mm -hmm. of us, whatever it is, COVID, cancer, disruption in marriages, addictions, we want it all. And we have a feast prepared for us in the presence of our enemies. So as we sit down with, okay, we're using wine, and cracker every night we sit here and we declare the presence of God, yeah. Brian and I. And it's like I'm eating this feast in the presence of my enemies. The last word is here in this mm. covenant. It is not in the circumstances I'm in right now. Oh, preach! <laughs> okay, I might work into a sermon something. <laughs> <laughs> so our listeners all have their story, the good and the bad that become the facts of their life, and we've shared it here with you. We are so excited about this book and totally believing in the power of the message. And we're living it out mm-hmm. in the gritty. And here is life. And he has given us a feast. 
So we pray that you will feast on his presence, that you will feel the tension of that verse, expand me in my waiting and show me your kindness now. We bless our listeners where they are in the presence of their enemies to feast on his table. He will take you further up and further in. Thank you.